This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Millennial Love, a podcast from The Independent that looks at everything to do with sexuality, relationships, identity and more. I'm your host Olivia Petter and today on the programme I'm joined by Emma Louise Connolly and Oliver Pradlock. Emma is a fashion model and you may know Ollie from E4's Made in Chelsea, the structured reality show on which he sometimes stars. They've been a couple for about five years and join me to discuss how we use Instagram in relationships. Enjoy the show! Hi guys! Hey! How are you doing? Very well. Really well, thank you. Nice day. It's lovely a, day. It's a glorious, nice and warm in here. It's a little bit cold out there. Yeah. So it's nice to be nice and snug. It's nice and cozy in the studio. Very cozy in here. Very, very hot. And wearing a polo neck and a little bit sweaty, but it's fine. But you look awesome. So Thank that's you. all that matters. You look great. So we're going to talk about Instagram today. Yes. Now, Ollie, you have 710,000 followers, right? And Emma, you have 400,000 followers. I just hit 400. She just this hit 400. Week. That is a lot. So Thank between you. you, you have like more than a million. So my first question is, how did you get to be so Insta-famous? Oh, I don't know if I would say Insta-famous. Would you say Insta-famous? I, I wouldn't say Insta-famous. <laughs> what would you say? Um, mm. What would you call it, Em? Um, I would just call it Having Instagram. lots of followers? Instagram, Instagram really? Well, I don't know. I don't really consider myself to be Insta-famous. Yeah, I mean, there are two terms I'm really like, the, the term influencer and insta famous are probably two terms Fair. that yeah. i mean obviously people talk about it a lot but it's probably not something we uh we push out there too much <laughs> lots of people really hate the word influencer yeah. yeah i don't know why no i do understand it i think there's i think there's become a stigma attached to it because people think that influencers are i think there's sort of like a veil of superficiality around it mm. and i think it's become like a negative label yeah so i can understand why people sort of don't want to call themselves influencers. Yeah. Okay, so rephrasing my question. Yes. <laughs> How did you get so many Instagram followers? Um, <laughs> shall, I, shall I start? Yeah. Um, so when I started Instagram, which is probably maybe five years ago, um, I was on a TV show at the time. I think so it was longer than five years because we've been together for five and a half. This is true, actually, longer. You're, I think you're up in So like maybe the... seven years ago. Seven years ago. I think ago. maybe it was about seven years ago. And it was the time I had, because originally I had Twitter. So I was on probably Twitter for about a year. Mm. And it was during the time when I just started this show. And that's when Twitter was really sort of blowing up. Um, and it was super reactive. Everyone was using it. And then obviously Instagram came to the table. Mm. So then obviously I moved over to that platform. Um, and then over the last sort of five, six years, it's just grown basically through the various partnerships, working with different brands. Um and hopefully still growing. Mm. And were you told to get Instagram when you went on the show? Is that why you Not got at it? all, no. No, you just wanted to... I think for of... me it was just an opportunity to talk about the various things that I was doing. Mm. You know, at the time I had my jewellery brand um, and I was doing various different things. And at the beginning, obviously this is way before it got monetized. 
it was just fun. Yeah. You know, that's how that's why people joined it. And, you know, you would follow people that you were interested in. Mm. Um, and obviously it just blew up and it's changed over the years. Um, Emma, how about you? When did you yeah, first get um, Instagram? When did I first get Instagram? Probably about the same time. And then I started getting a few more followers, obviously, when Ol and I... Guilty. I, po- I poached a few. <laughs> <laughs> they now wave of our heart. I'm like losing my... They're like leaving me and going to M's. And I'm like, wait a second, come back. That's Don't forget true. about me. That's not true. I'm like, what? Also, I'm your biggest fan anyway. You don't oh, stop else. it, baby. I'm your biggest fan. Um, yeah, they, d- they have all left me. Um, <laughs> but I get it. I completely understand. Um, so, yeah, I got a few then. And it's just kind of snowballed a little bit, which has been really lovely. Um, I kind of just upload my day-to-day sort of snap and go Um that's my sort of style, so I don't really plan anything or I don't arrange professional shoots or mm. anything for my actual sort of Instagram content. So it's just a very sort of organic, natural, easy breezy upload situation. And just going back quickly, because I don't know the story, how did you guys meet? <gasps> oh. Oh, that's a it's big a one. I love hearing when couples tell oh, stories you, about how they I mean, why? why? It's just so funny. I always story. have to tell this story. Know, and do you know what? So do you know what? We spoke, about this, we spoke about this earlier. So this is, um, for all the listeners, this is Ems's first podcast. This is... This is taking my podcast this is big and because I'm i honored. and because it's Ems's first podcast i think for once em no, should tell the story no, 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 no. and yeah, i will jump in wait. occasionally but em's <laughs> also tells it very beautifully but can i can i just say why i think that you're a great candidate to tell the story why because you tell it so much better <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> please okay but it is quite a long story so i'm going to cut it quite short yeah I don't let's go do, into the too short, much do the short version um so this is probably You'll notice as I tell the story, Ems will jump in and probably correct me on a few things. <laughs> of course. Um, so I think it's probably, like Ems says... Almost 10 years ago. No, it can't be 10 it years. It was almost 10 years ago. I'd say maybe nine years ago. Almost 10. I mean, one away from the big 10. <laughs> almost a decade. Um, I was in uh, Glasgow and I was doing a tour around Scotland. And it was at the time when I was doing a TV show, so... I would occasionally go to appearances, etc. And I'd been in Scotland for about a week and probably partied a little too much, hadn't seen too much culture, met these amazing guys from Glasgow, and they said, look, you've got to go to this amazing art gallery um, called... Calvin Grove. Calvin Grove. There it is, coming in. And um, <laughs> so I went to Calvin Grove by myself, and I'm standing there, and I'm in the, on the ground floor, and there's this catwalk, and it's a graduate fashion show. So I thought, okay, this could be interesting. So I, you know, I'm standing there at the front and um, first model cruises down and it's, it's Emma Lou. And I remember I caught eyes with her and I was like, wow. I was like, this chick is hot. I was like, okay. And you know, you know when you, you see, you know, and you sort of catch eyes, you mm. feel like there was a little something going on. So anyway, I then went back to my buddies um, who I was staying with in Glasgow. I was like, guys, I think I've just fallen in love. I was like, this chick is unbelievable. I love this story. And I'm like, so I then, I kind of, you know, I didn't know her name at this point, so I kind of described what she looked like. And they said, oh yeah, that sounds like this girl called Emma Lou. So they showed me a photo. I was like, wow, that's her. Yeah, 100%. So I obviously then next day, I had to go back down to London. Thought nothing of it. Obviously couldn't stop thinking about her. Uh, two weeks later, um, I got another gig up in Edinburgh. So I fly up into Edinburgh. I'm meeting the same guys from Glasgow and I'm at the baggage reclaim 
And I look up and there's a billboard for this jewelry company. And the model is Ems. Really? So I'm like, okay, wait a second. This is 100% a sign. So then I meet up with my buddies and we're in the pub. And I'm like, guys, I think I've just got to message this girl. (laughs) Because it's obviously a sign. You know, this doesn't just happen. Oh, I get butterflies every time you get to this point. So, So then... So this is actually quite a funny little turn to this story because all these years, no, wait. the way I tell it, <laughs> I, I basically found her on wait, Facebook. Pause. Hold on. I found her on Facebook and I always thought, I could, I could get the message out actually. No, please don't. I always, I, I always thought I was the, I always thought I face. was the first person who messaged her. Yeah. So she would always make out, oh, it's creepy, like you know, messaging <laughs> me. So turns out, and I've got proof. I'm the creep. Do you know what I love about Facebook? You can go back. It's there. And I went back after telling this story for about three years. Turns out she messaged me first. No yeah. way. I did. And it was quite a niche message. What did you say? I mean, I would love to tell you, but I might have to kill you if I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, you should share. We've Come all been there. No, share with the it, group. Was, it was definitely um, not my finest. What was the message? Come on. Um, no, I can't. <laughs> so was bad. it was it like a was it like a hey, I saw you the other day, like how not are you at doing? All. No. Not at all. Oh Absolutely it was it not. was oh okay. No. I think I was Was it like a, a you're hot hungover slash still drunk. Slash still drunk. Just tell him, come on, don't leave him hanging. Um I actually can't remember. I remember. So she <laughs> <laughs> Of course she remembers. said So she said No, stop <laughs> She definitely remembers. Do you want me to say it? No, I'm so, sweating. So she this bas- is my first podcast. She, yeah. Ease me in. This is, you know what's important about podcasts? <laughs> being Truth, being super honest. <laughs> sharing with the listeners what they want to hear. I just feel like this is quite a personal thing to share, though. Well, this is funny because we're going to be talking about this today, right? About how much can you share? What should you share? What shouldn't you share? This, well, this is we maybe, should share. Maybe this so is a moment said, where we should think she about She said, <laughs> is this the no, real earring? What a weird message. She messaged me going, is this the real earring? And I'm thinking to myself, what? Because obviously I've always worn an earring, right? So I've always had this cross earring. Right, and that was a thing on the show, wasn't right. it? Right. Okay, so gotcha, she, that gotcha. was her way of being like, you know, is this, you know, I guess her being like, is this actually you? Is this the real earring? I like that. Yeah. That's clever. Kind of cool. Well, that's uh, way more interesting mm. than just being like, "Hey, you know what hot I mean? stuff, want to hook up?" Exactly. Oh, definitely yeah. not me. No. That's not. I mean, not me. Style. Not me either. No, no. I've never so, done that. Before. I mean, just to I clarify, very <laughs> cool messages. So no, but you know what? And then we had a string of messages on Facebook, and they were. She was just so funny, and I was thinking to myself, "Wow, this chick is epic." Um, and we, we were messaging on Facebook for a while. Obviously, Ems was living in Glasgow at the time. I was obviously living in London. Um, I got her number. um, And then when I was in London, you know, we would message occasionally. But this went on for like... Three years. Three years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And the funniest thing was during those three years, she then moved down to London um, from Glasgow. She she was living in London. And we used to go to these events and we would see each other. Oh, I remember it so well. We'd see each other and be so nervous to like say anything to each other and afterwards we'd text being like, was that you at the bar? Yeah, Ems would go, Ems go, was was that the real earring? (laughs) Did I just see your earring dangling from the bar? (laughs) So wait, did it take three years of talking until you guys actually met in person? Yeah, always very persistent. So basically. And actually, well, we we both were, I mean, we we knew that something was always bringing us together, but we didn't, 
neither of us were ready for that at that no. point in our lives. There were, there were mm. other things happening in our lives. Um, and then it wasn't until I got back from New York um, and obviously we're both living in London at this point. I was like, look, we've been chatting for like three years now. I think it's probably time we actually meet up. Um, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm too scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then um, I, I heard that she was going to be in Glasgow for the Commonwealth Games uh, through a friend of mine. So I was obviously like, right, I'm going to the Commonwealth Games. So obviously I messaged Anne's going, oh, so weird. Like, I'm going to be there too. <laughs> like, what? That's like, what a What a weird thing. Weird, right? Yeah. Um, and she, and I was like, well, why don't we hang? And she was like, look, I'd love to, but you know, I've got loads going on. Like I live in London now, so we can, you know, we'll hang when we're in London. So I was like, well, why don't we get the train together from Glasgow to London? Which is quite a scary sort of daunting thought when mm. you, five hours is quite a long time to be, you know, so I was big commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Big commitment, yeah. So I remember on the day we were meant to go, she obviously had a bit of a panic <laughs> and was just like, oh no, I'm so sorry. Like I'm actually, you know, I, I can't make the train or whatever. I've got to stay another night in Glasgow. I was like, cool. I'll stay another night. No, too. I, I know. I was kind of thinking, <laughs> yeah. like, going so for I was a like, drink fine. is fine, but being on like a Virgin Express for five hours. Also, not the quite, most romantic of settings. Yeah, yeah. I disagree. I think extremely romantic. So I was yeah. like, fine. Oh, when I'll he replied, being like, cool. Oh wait, I was like, oh, I was like, perfect. sweet. I love Glasgow, so I'll stay another <laughs> night. I'll see you tomorrow at the <laughs> same time. Um, and I remember I was on the, I was on the platform. And you know when they do that call, you've got like three minutes before the doors close yeah. and I'm standing there and I'm thinking, gosh, she's not going to make it. And then she comes running down like the Like the bag lady. Oh and I bags. know her now and she likes having so many bags. She <laughs> travels with so many bags. And I just remember her just running down with all these bags. And in that moment, I was like, yeah, this chick is is pretty special. And we had obviously a five five hour journey down to London. And then I asked her on a date and yeah, we went on a date. Best train that journey trip. of my life. Love you, baby. Love you too. That's the so, yeah. best story sorry. ever. And that was a little long. I love it. No, I love. I love that story, and I also I it's that. relevant because it involves social media, which is what we're yep, going to be talking absolutely. about today. It does. And I think many relationships begin on social media. Maybe not Facebook now. Maybe more Instagram. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Sliding into the DMs. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Glad Do you I know what though? Can stage. I just say you actually didn't slide into my DMs. You first of all added me as a friend, yeah. and then when I accepted, you messaged me. Which no, I no, thought, no, you messaged me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so that sorry. message was only unearthed later down the line. Well, oh, yeah. I think yeah, three, yeah. I've got the. Proof. I actually yeah. We. I, I mean, it's amazing that we can still read through all those messages. I was actually quite funny. She was very I'm very funny. Myself. <laughs> They we're were always we're always so funny in the first day. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. and then it all drops off. Oh, that's yeah. just because <laughs> we take like five minutes to construct every single I message. Know. I remember really thinking about everything yeah. apart from the real earring. I mustn't have thought about that yeah. for too long. That oh, must I, have been I, quite a real I brain that fart. One. That one. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So going back to what you guys post now yeah. on Instagram, do you notice a difference in terms of the posts about each other that do really well and the ones that kind of flop? Like which posts do the yeah. best on your <laughs> own profiles? I think people love love. I think people yeah. like to see love and I think people like to see, you know, ge a genuine relationship, mm. which we have and we, you know, put quite a, well, not a lot of it on, but we put selective yeah, sure. parts of our relationship online that people get to see and get to feel a part of, which is really nice. And I think people just like pe to see people happy yeah. and to see love. I think also, you know, like Em says, and, you know, we've shared, you know, various things throughout our time together. And people have sort of been on the uh, the journey with us since the beginning. Mm. Um, and, you know, there are certain things that we haven't shared and there's there's been, you know, some things that we have. And I think the with anything that you're sharing, whether it's love, whether it's your day-to-day -day life, whatever it is that you're sharing, I think authenticity is one of the most important things. Mm. And, you know, our relationship and, and the things we do and the things we share are very authentic and genuine. Um, but then, you know, there is the other side of that where the negative side of social media where people are kind of putting across a completely different persona and it's not actually who they are or what they do and that's mm. where it can become quite dangerous, I feel. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure within social media. There there's is, a lot sure. of, you know, people aspire to be in, and do certain things, which I think on one hand is great because it, you know, <clears throat> gives people something to, well, something to aspire to, whether it be, you know, career-wise or, um, or, well, yeah, career-wise is probably the one that I would say is a positive. And then the negative is, you know, that people create this life for likes or for, yeah. mm. you know, which I think is not... The, 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 we, yeah, people talk the about... The authentic side of it. That whole thing about addiction to likes. And, you know, we've seen now that in certain regions, and I know they've, they've tested it here in the UK, where they're getting rid of likes. Um, because it is affecting people mentally like they you know especially you know we're very lucky that we didn't go through this phase when we were at school because being mm. a teenager so and having to go through everything as you are as a teenager and then having this is an added mm. thing you know I have my niece and nephew who are 16 and 18 and I know it's been super hard for them because you know all these kids and it's all around like how many likes are you getting oh you got no follower you know what I mean and it's so scary it, we talk about pressure I mean there's so much pressure and mm. people almost feel now as well that if they don't share a moment over their social media, it's like it never happened. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of the time people aren't actually being in the moment yeah. because they're so consumed by sharing that moment yeah. and how it's going to look to people outside of the space that you're mm. currently in. How do you guys deal with those pressures though yourselves? Because surely you know, you both have far more followers than a lot of the people listening to this podcast will have. So I would imagine that the pressures are far greater but I, don't, but I don't know. Does it feel like if you post something and it doesn't get as many likes, mm. do you feel like a personal sense of like defeatism? I mean, considering that you make a living off, off of mm. the profiles a lot, you know, when you work with brands and stuff, do you, how does the pressure affect you guys? 
I think there's definitely been times where I've posted something and it doesn't, you know, hadn't got the likes that I thought it would. And of course, I'd be lying if I said that it didn't sometimes feel deflating. Mm. But I remember making a decision for that not to affect how I feel or the work that I do or the stuff that I put online. Mm. Because ultimately, you know, I've got plenty of people who love me, my friends and family. Mm. And it's really lovely when people do like and engage with stuff that you do. But it's not the be all and end all. And it's not at the end of the day going to be the people that pick you up whenever you really do need, you know, support mm. or... So it's, it's lovely, but it's not mm. going to... I made a decision to not let it actually affect anything apart from what it says, you know, on the screen. Yeah. And when you're posting stuff about each other, is there a certain etiquette to it? Like, will you ask before you post a photo? percent <laughs> Reason being... Reason being... I, I reason never being, do. Um, I'm pretty relaxed. No, no, about no, no, no. What you I post. don't mean. Oh, yeah, we're very relaxed about like if I'll post a picture where I've got a double chin, which quite often happens. I don't care. Like that's because that's not important. But <laughs> what we will ask is if, and this happens quite often, we have one really good photo. Who's going to post it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's going to get it? <laughs> yeah. And, and usually, usually and it's me because I so don't we, ask. I just do it. Yeah, she, just, she just does it, and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, I'm like "I orchestrated that whole thing." I know. I would like, it's I so planned true. it. It's I so came true. up with the idea, and then you've just totally used it. I know, but I credit you in real life. Like, I don't need to tag you. <laughs> we, did, Mom, we were away recently, and um, <laughs> I'm like a thief. In we the were with two friends of ours, <laughs> and um, they're they're so epic. And and obviously, when when you're with a couple or friends. You know, then it means we can actually get the shots of two of us, and it's not you'd have to go up and ask someone or anything like that. I oh, know I usually set up some sort of dodgy camera tripod out of like <laughs> books and mugs and everything. Ems is actually really, I'm good, really at that. good at it. It's weird. Um, so we were doing um, some what's it called acro acro aerobics? Uh, acro yoga. Acro yoga. Sorry, apologies. Yeah. And so we were kind of checking out some of these, and we we had a shot at this move, and we kind of nailed it, and we were like, oh my god! And I, we took ages doing it. And we shared all the behind the scenes just to showcase how funny it was and all the, the kind of, yeah. I mean, the photos were pretty jokes. And I was like, God, I can't wait to post this puppy. I was like, this is <laughs> such a great shot. Nine. Five minutes later, like, Em's already put really? it out there. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know, but yeah. And do you I purposely s- do it really quickly because you know No, otherwise. I don't. No, <laughs> I swear, no, I don't. There's absolutely, I'm not doing anything maliciously or try. And also, it doesn't matter if we no, post it the doesn't, same it doesn't I just have matter to do it first. <laughs> She, yeah, she always has to do it first. And then I'll do it like two weeks later when people have seen it and they're like, nice one, buddy. We've seen that shot. Um, I think the most important thing, though, you know, is especially with Ems and I, whenever we're sharing content, whether it's personal or whether it's of the two of us, um, we just got to enjoy it. Yeah. I think as soon as you start overthinking everything just, yeah. and becoming too much a perfectionist, um, which at times we're all guilty of, then it becomes like a real burden. Everything gets really, you know, pressurized yeah um so we just try to have fun with it and also what we try and do is is just make it of the moment mm. rather than planning everything and being like okay let's take the shot now we're going to post it at tuesday uh 4 p.m no and you that know what stresses I mean? me out we just like to live in the moment and share things that we've you know are fun and and positive and you know that's so we enjoy it. That's the most important thing. You get such good photos, though. Who take who takes them? I'm when telling it's like the you, my tripods. Your yeah. weird tripod. Yeah. Really no, I'm good. kidding. <laughs> no, well, actually, probably fifty percent. Or yeah, <laughs> sorry, our epic agent oh, over she here is, uh, is raising her hands. She is a game changer, <laughs> and her <laughs> skills unreal. are just going. I mean, 
She's really skyrocketing. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, very good. If you um, if you guys don't post photos of each other mm. for a while, do you start getting messages from fans being like, "Oh my god, have you broken up?" No, you don't. Okay, your I fans don't, trust. I don't, I don't think we've left it that long. Before. Okay, I mean, we spend a lot of time together, so well, I hope so. We live together. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? I'm saying we haven't had a period where we haven't posted. Of oh the two yeah, of us, no. you know, longer than probably like. Also, because an hour. because of Insta stories, an hour. Exaggeration. <laughs> Insta stories, it's kind of that's more when people can see yeah, like the sure. live. Because sometimes I don't post for like two, three days, just because I kind of don't think about it as much. Right, right, right. Um, in those days, um, but people still see that. Obviously, we're just hanging out and chilling and having fun. And do you get much interaction from fans? Like, do you get people sliding into your DMs and saying lovely things? Do you get people saying horrible things? We get a lot of lovely ones. I've had a couple of, um, not horrible, but definitely not lovely. And I just get them away. Mm. Restrict. I think as well, you've got to be, um, because some people do get a a lot of, you know, negative responses. Um, And you do have to be quite thick skinned. I think, 100%. Sometimes I think also you kind of have to be a little bit bulletproof sometimes mm-hmm. because someone's unfortunately always trying to pick a hole. Um, what kind of holes are people picking in your pictures? I can't imagine people saying... I don't know. Just, I, mean, I know there are vile people out there, but... Some people, you know, we're very lucky that we get to do a lot of really beautiful and amazing things, both work-wise and also just, you know, stuff that we would like to do with our life that we put on social media. And... Some people occasionally, not often at all, but we'll send a message kind of criticizing that we're flaunting this sort of unrealistic lifestyle, which I understand, you know, it's not everybody gets to travel as much as we do or, or, you know, experience some of the stuff that we do, but we're not doing it to be malicious or to kind of put anything negative out there. It's just, um, and I guess that's also the problem with everything being live and on social media is that it's mm. there to be looked at yeah and I guess you know just have, you've got to be prepared I think you know that's the one thing I would say to people who who want to really share their lives on on social media you do have to be prepared there's a lot of positives and you're going to get a lot of great feedback just be prepared and I feel people often take most note of the negatives. It can mm. be that one comment 100%. which can really get to someone as opposed to the 100 positives. Yeah. But the key is just to remember, like, just remember the positives and just just ignore that and, and just make and see it as a... You're very good at that because occasionally I will read something that's not necessarily horrible, but it's just not something that I would like to read mm. and I'll really dwell on it for a while and I'll think about it and I'll think about it and I'll think about it. And I'll... Can, you know whenever I've read something and mm. he'll say to me, like, you need to stop it. You need to stop looking into it and you need to stop letting it affect yeah. you. Because I just, you know, we're good people. We're not trying mm. to do anything bad. And it sometimes it just upsets me when people think that we're trying to do something yeah. to offend someone because that's never what we would do mm. both online no. and in real life. Um, so, yeah, definitely focus on the good. And do mm-hmm. you read all of the comments that you get? Because you must get, like, mm. thousands. Yeah, no. Not really. No. Sometimes, do, I mean, I I have a quick skim. Yeah, I, I like to at least, you know, a lot of the time if I'm in between meetings or traveling or moving around, I like to kind of engage with people and write back. Mm. Um, because it is really nice when you, you, you actually see people 
rather than just sort of liking a picture or whatever it might be, actually engaging and asking questions. And I think it's really important to see it as a community. Yeah. And I've always said from my personal brand, but also with my, my jewelry brand, it's so important to build a, a community. And it's about how do you engage with that community? How do you bring them on the journey with you? Yeah. Um, because that, I mean, that's what life's about for me. It's about being connected, building a community, helping one another out. Yeah. Um, and, and setting like a really strong positive standard. Mm. I think also on the other side, because, you know, we both often go through and reply to other messages or comments. <clears throat> I, whenever I message some people on Instagram and when they reply to me, it's really nice to know that someone's taking the time out of their yeah. day to reply. So it's nice to kind of pass 100%. that on. I think one of the biggest problems when you are so active on Instagram and you're in a couple is what happens when you break up. Mm. Because then yeah. what often <laughs> happens in celebrity couples, you see it a lot, they will delete Everything. all of the photographs so of the of them of their ex partner, and you know they unfollow all of the relatives and all of the friends. Oh, the drama! Yeah. So, mm. what's your advice for post breakup Instagram etiquette? Do you think it's okay to delete the images, Oof. or do you think it's a part of your past and you should just embrace it as part of your Instagram history? Should you unfollow all of the friends? It, it's I so think it's so relative to the person. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Because. For example, some like past relationships that I've had, I've had to remove everything and just because it's just like a fresh start, I think, yeah. as well. Mm. But although it's savage, but I think I think you kind of owe that to yourself to be able to wipe the slate clean mm -hmm. if you if you want to. Mm. Yeah, um, I agree. I think it's very dependent on on the individuals, on the scenario and how things are between that couple yeah you know, if it was a really full-on breakup and and reminders of it is is really an, a negative effect and like em says if you need to have that clean slate yeah. um then i think yeah delete yeah, yeah. then i think you you yeah. have to you heard them guys <laughs> delete delete delete. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a savage world oh we do savages <laughs> dogs savages out there oh, oh damn <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're gonna move on to the next part of the podcast, which is our lessons in love segment. Yeah. So this is where I ask the guests to share something they've learned from their previous relationships or current relationship or just anything about love in general. Mm -hmm. It can be personal. It can be much more general. It's up to you guys. Emma, do you want to start by sharing Yeah. Um, my lessons in love. Um, first of all, I think love is something very precious. And I think it's something that is um, something to hold on to, um, whether it be a short love, a long love any type of love um, and I think honesty is a huge um, part of a successful relationship Amen. Um, and I think within that being you know being honest about your needs and and we were talking about this actually last night about compromise and mm. um, just being honest to not only yourself but to your partner I think is something that's really important Honest with how you're feeling about the relationship. Just everything. Honest with how you're feeling about the relationship. Honest, you know, with what you would like from the relationship. Honest, um, just about every every aspect. I think. Yeah. I think you have to just be really transparent. You got to be an open book. Mm. Yeah, and you have to also be okay with um, allowing someone to see all of your pages. That's it. Hard to do that at the beginning, though. Hard, that takes so time. hard. Yeah, yeah it does do take it, time. A hundred percent. I mean, you know, we've been together for a long time, but I remember at the beginning, it is hard to fully open up because it's still, 
it's quite scary. Love is really quite a scary yeah. territory. Um, Terrifying. But, but it is amazing when you do <clears throat> let your guard down mm. and you really let someone in. Mm. That is the most incredible feeling. And, and when that feeling's mutual, that's when the love can really grow. And that's when it just becomes so strong. You're such a wise old owl. <laughs> Sorry, wise young owl. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> What's wise your lesson? Wise young owl. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th I think Em's really, really nailed it with that. I mean, compromise is definitely something, you know, I, some of my friends who are still single now, um, love them to bits. You know what I'm talking about if you're listening, boys. Um, and, and they're, you know, they're, 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 you know, dating at the moment and sliding into DMs. And they're meeting these girls and things are great. And then they're telling me why it's not. And a lot of the time they're trying, they want them to change. Yeah, they the people want them that, to Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm saying that's not how it works. Like you need to let, think. you need to adapt. You need to change so that you guys can come together. Mm. You're never going to find that person who's identical to you and is going to want the exact same things as you. But also I don't think you can ever really change a person. I, d I, I don't think that... Because the same with me, some of my friends who, you know, have met guys and they'll say, oh, I'm just, there's this one thing that I'm just going to tweak. Mm -hmm. you, like, you can't change someone. And I don't think it's fair to yeah. to want to change no. somebody. And, th and that is something that, you know, these little things, these are what make that individual individual and make them who they are. Unless so, they're an absolute nightmare. <laughs> unless they're not, then they're not right for you. Okay, move on. Yeah. All right, find someone else. <laughs> all right. No, but you're right. I think it's about it's about embracing a person for who they are and yeah. all of the flaws that exactly. are obviously yeah, natural. You learn to love that. And we about all the exactly, and we yeah. all have flaws, right? Perfectly yeah. imperfect. Exactly, perfectly imperfect. Um, what do you think your flaws are, Ollie? Ooh, I go don't. On. I've none. I've, I've, I've got flaws. flaws. What's a floor? What is that? You mean the floor? <laughs> floor ceiling. Um, uh, you are um, actually pretty flawless. No, I, I'm not. You got. You have a couple of things which are, you know, not annoying, but slapping my teeth. Oof. That's a bad one. That is so, awful. No, no, no. I am. I mean, you've, I've been drinking tea. Have you? I know, but have you know, you heard a slap? Can I just no. say one thing? I'll it's, selectively slurps. No, no, no. no. You do. You selectively so will slurp. The thing I love. If you can see is, me watching This is what you. I love, right? Don't so say that say, I slurp because I do not slurp. It, hold on. If the tea is super hot, and I know Ems is listening, like, I'm like going, trying to be so quiet, and then maybe a little Please don't slurp. Do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> you just brought the tea then, up to the microphone. It would then, have been so loud. You know, then occasionally, I love it when this happens, and it doesn't, but I just, it makes me so happy. You know, we'll be lying in bed and we'll watch something, and Ems has got a tea, and I hear a little slurp. No. Like, what, what was that? <laughs> did, I, did I just hear a slurp coming from you? <laughs> that, that was nice. That does not happen. See, no one's perfect. Any slurpers out there, it's okay to occasionally do it. I think I have that thing where if I hear people eating or slurping, oh, no, that, I, I get really angry. Like, I could actually sometimes punch a wall. It's really bad. No, the eating thing is the On the tube or worst. anywhere, it's, it, I get proper... I'm actually getting angry now. So if you hear people it. eating? Yes. Any sort of like <clears throat> chewing, slurping, right. I get really angry. Interesting. Is it because it grosses you out? No, I don't. I don't know why. It just makes me. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Are you a so, very silent eater? Yeah, like a mouse. No, she's not. She's, she's not. She's really loud. I'm not. So loud. It's one of her flaws. But if slurping is the biggest problem in your relationship, I think you're doing pretty damn well. <laughs> yeah. I've gotta say. We're 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 pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you. It's not been at lovely all. Thank to speak you for to having you. Having 
That's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're a new listener, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you listen. You can also comment and leave us a rating. Please do that because it helps people find us. You can follow us on Instagram. Just search Millennial Love and I will see you next week. Bye bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.